High School Slumber Party is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Welcome, vegetarian vampires, werewolf boys, oh, and an extra special shout out to the Volteri. This is High School Slumber Party, the podcast where me and some friends look back at our teenage years through the lens of some iconic high school-centric films. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and the party's at my place this evening, but first, school is still in session. And we have some homework to chat about. This was your assignment, and I would like to see the results. Happy Valentine's Day. Hope you didn't forget. It's February 14th. Hope your sweetheart is going to get something nice from you. Hope you'll get something nice from your sweetheart. If you don't have anyone, celebrate yourself. Do you. And by the way, thank you for joining me on Valentine's Day. We have a nice little romantic movie today. What's more romantic than a girl, a high school girl, falling in love with a vampire who's also maybe falling in love with a werewolf, but probably not? That's right. Today, your homework assignment was to watch Twilight New Moon, and we have a returning guest today, the wonderful Pajiba writer and Twilight expert Kate Hudson is here, and we have a blast talking about Twilight today. Oh my god. New Moon. Ah, spoiler alert, not the most exciting film, not going to lie, but we cracked open a bottle of wine, we tried our best, and we ended up having an awesome conversation. Really hope you enjoy. Uh, have you done your other homework assignments? Well, I know you have one assignment down. You're here. Attendance is very important, so thank you. Thank you for being here on this lovely Friday, or whenever you're downloading this episode, and wherever you're downloading this episode, whether it be Google Play, whether it be Spotify, whether it be Stitcher or Apple Podcasts, or maybe you're downloading directly from the source, the flagship, the Cage Club Podcast Network. Once again, that's cageclub.me, that's cageclub.me. Some other homework that I hope you did, but if not, this is an important one. Remember that the best way you can spread the love of High School Slumber Party is by telling a friend about all the great things we do on this podcast. Now that we have that out of the way, how about your real homework, right? Did you guys listen to our episode last week on Red Dawn with guest Dan Ferrara? I thought it was a fun one. A very unique movie. Whoa, 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 Peter Kavinsky. The bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you. Speaking of old Peter Kavinsky, by the way, stay tuned for the end of the episode because I don't know if you've heard the buzz. I don't know if you've watched the film maybe on Netflix. I won't get into it now, but let's say you'll have a P. 
Peter Kavinsky-related homework assignment later. But that's another assignment for another day. Today, we gotta do it. We promised that this would be the year of Twilight. We're talking New Moon with Kate Hudson. So I leave you with, let's see. Death Cab for Cutie, Meet Me on the Equinox. It's from the Twilight New Moon soundtrack, which Kate Hudson says is one of the better soundtracks in the world, but also in the Twilight universe. So pack your favorite jammies, tell your mother you're sleeping up Brian's, because we're about to get our party on. Class dismissed, and happy Valentine's Day. like everything in the world's gone to shit right like people people can't people can't count votes at caucuses there apparently there's drama on the bachelor right i don't know what's going on in this world whatever you know why because this is valentine's day and we're going to focus on the most beautiful and true romance that has ever existed in the world and that's the romance between bella and edward and Jacob. That's is that a romance so much as like like a love triangle? <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> I mean, look, it's either a love story or you watch this movie because Bella's love life is so fucked up that it makes you feel better about yourself here. Okay? <laughs> There's something for everybody here. And t- today's a day I feel like of second chances. Well, one. <laughs> first of all, this is the second Twilight film and of course, guys, if you're listening, if you're just dropping in for this one, that's super weird. Yeah. Definitely check out our first episode on, I guess it's just called Twilight. That uh, that was the first episode of the year. And if you listened to that episode and you did your homework, you'd know that this is the year of Twilight. Yes. We're covering all of them with my special guest today, Kate Hudson. Mm-hmm. Don't want to forget this. Introduce yourself in the high school slumber party way, please, so we can get on to chatting about this. Well, first I need to introduct and say every year is the year of Twilight. Just FYI. <laughs> just, let's just keep that in mind, okay? Fair, fair. This is fair. just the first year you've made it official. Um, <laughs> but uh, my name is Kate Hudson. I went to East Anchorage High School, class of 2002. And Tabor's let the dogs out. Hoo! I haven't done that in 20 years, and I just got really self-conscious doing it. That makes no sense. It's a bird, not a dog. Whatever. It was the the late 90s where the Baja men were, like, taking the world by storm. It's crazy. Like, everyone would try to work the Baja men into everything. Do you know I actually once, I think I was drunk, I googled who actually let the dogs out because (laughs) I was curious. And they said it was a metaphorical thing that it was... 
just bros drunk at a party. So that's who the dogs are. Oh, that's disappointing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, th- guess what? Get prepared for disappointment. We're talking about Twilight number two. <laughs> now, yeah, I mean, I would expect it, though, like a metaphor for like the fall of the Berlin Wall or something. But unfortunately, it's just that. <laughs> that's but- 99 Luft Balloons. Come on, got that song. <laughs> a much better song. But Agreed. also, we have to be honest with the slumbers out <laughs> yeah. there. This is <laughs> this is try number two as well. This is a second chance for us at talking about New Moon. It was the, so bad. The other day, we talked New Moon for two hours, and we were not satisfied. We'll put it that way. It was so bad. I fell. I basically fell asleep during the conversation. It was so bad. That shouldn't happen here. Hopefully, it doesn't happen. It was a weird day, but you know, we, yeah. I think I watched it again. You watched it again. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to continue the Twilight Saga, like, going strong. I think part of the problem is that we started off so, in my opinion, so strong. I was so excited oh, yeah. for this because, again, I want to remind everyone, these are my first watches. Well, this is technically my second watch of New Moon, but you know what I mean. <laughs> these are my first watches. You know, I am like Bella, you know, entering a new world, meeting new people, you know. Uh, are you special? Maybe a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> and I'm exploring this series. And I don't know. Maybe it was the mojo in the room. Maybe we'll discuss it. But it was hard to figure out what to talk about last time, even yeah. to the point that after we stopped, we thought about better things to talk about, despite us talking for two hours. So this is take two of New Moon. It's going to be better. I-, I think so. I think so. I'm excited. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... <sighs> Where did we last leave off in Twilight, right? Oh, how does that movie end? I don't even remember. It's better. Oh, 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 it's at the the prom, right? And Bella's like, make me a vampire. Mm -hmm. And Edward's like, no. And then Victoria's like, surprise, bitches. And that's how it ends. (laughs) Essentially. Yeah, so, okay, so there's like a triumphant of vampires chasing Bella because she's so, as you say, special. She smells so good they need to eat her. (laughs) Now, one of them has been defeated in a little... James. Yes. James, like the lead of that coven. Come on, get it right. I'm never going to know these names. I think. <laughs> Again, just backtrack highlight of the first film. I love when Carlisle is just saying yep. to Edward, like, no, you need to stop. <laughs> you will kill her. Like in the most monotone way. Okay, <laughs> but to be fair, I thought about this too. Like when you have eternity, a second maybe like goes like slower or faster. So like maybe you experience time differently. Okay, You're sure. like being, you are being a vampirist, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what Stephanie Meyer, you know, was thinking like. Oh, Stephanie Meyer wasn't thinking when she wrote these. Like, and I guarantee you when she wrote them, she was just in the moment. And like, there was no editing going on in this book, like at all. Like no. none. She made it up as she went around. Like, case in point, we finally got to the Vulturi in Italy, like Italy. And then it's like, you remember back in Twilight, there's like, oh, we studied Italian food from this TV show. It's like, no, bitch. Like, <laughs> you know these Italians. And, like, and watching this time, they literally like, oh, Carlisle know these these peeps real well. You know, like mm-hmm. he's, he spent eons with them. There was no forethought. There's no, and this is the best part about the movies, this is why I really like the movies, is even though they at least had the benefit of having all four books together that they could, you know, gloss over some of these plot holes, they didn't. They just made it as faithful oh, okay. as possible. This is good to know. So I wasn't thinking about that. You're right. Like, 
they had the benefit of knowing the ending of the entire series, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not like a Game of Thrones situation where they're just, oh, shit, we don't have any more source material. Like, they, right? knew, they knew from the jump. I didn't think about that. Wow. Well, <laughs> Catherine Hardwick at least added Victoria into the end of Twilight because that wasn't in there. Mm. Like, the thing about New Moon, because I'm, st- I'm re-listening to them an audible while I clean my house. Like, Victoria doesn't even pop up until, like, literally two-thirds of the way through the book. They're like, oh, yeah, Victoria's around. She wants to oh, kill God. you. Sup, Bella? It's so good. I have like, to ask, like, what is, what's the voice like on Audible? It's actually really good. It's, mm. So far, it's been the same narrator. It's some lady. She's good. <laughs> I thought it might be, like, Leif Schreiber or something. Like, <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? Let's start, it. Let's start a petition. Is it Liev or Leave? I don't know. Liev, probably. I'm not sure. <laughs> Let, let's make him or like philip oh no i was about to say philip c Hawthorne, but that that's not a good reference rest in peace paul giamatti yeah oh i'd love that but you know you could probably answer this better than i can but maybe this isn't the best valentine's day twilight film no i think it's the best because love is dead and <laughs> Listen, it has a happy ending for people who want to be uplifted. Like, surprise, Bella and Edward are back together. In fact, he asks her to marry her. But if you oh, want to just like, it happens. You saw the movie. I'm just Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, have you started like me and you just started to forget massive details in them because they're so bad? But like, if you want to revel in like, ah, oh, man, love sucks. Like, that's basically what the entire movie's about. That's why it's so boring. So I pinpointed why New Moon is so boring for me. There's like three way more interesting subplots going on that we're never given privy to. And we're just watching Bella Mope. Like the entire movie. Oh, interesting. So what are they? Well, there's Victoria out there living her best life, killing people, causing a ruckus. Like she's the one who activates the wolf boys. So like there's that. True, true. Then there's the wolf boys going through their wolfening. Like that's kind of interesting. Like I want to know when they all got together. Like okay, cool. You're gonna cut off your hair. You're only gonna wear like jean shorts, no shirt, and you gotta get oh, this God. tattooed. Like wouldn't you watch that weird ass movie? <laughs> I don't know. I maybe. <laughs> and like what happened to like the vampires? Like that's more interesting. No, but it's about Bella and. She's special. <laughs> oh, and we'll get into all of this. Trust me. Um, but every week I read the back of the DVD. Let's do it. And can't forget that today, that's for sure. So here goes. In the second chapter of Stephanie Meyer's best-selling Twilight series, the romance between mortal Bella Swan and vampire Edward Cullen grows more intense as ancient secrets threaten to destroy them. When Edward leaves in an effort to keep Bella safe, she tests fate in increasingly reckless ways in order to glimpse her love once more. (laughs) But when she's saved from the brink by her friend Jacob Black, Bella will uncover mysteries of the supernatural world that will put her in more peril than ever before. Okay, so first off, what fucking ancient mysteries? Like, really? (laughs) Like, do they not know what ancient actually means? Ancient because it was mentioned more in the last film than this film. You know, I don't... Yeah, no. like, when Jacob's like, oh, did you hear, you know, our tribe's descended from wolves, <laughs> like, you know. I don't think that's what they mean. I think they mean it's the Volturi, because, like, spoilers, Stephanie Myers like, doesn't fucking know how to write about, like, Native, like, Americans. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> like it's pretty obvious. But like, so she like thinks the Volturi. That's what I say. I think she's talking about the Volturi. But they're not that old. No, because nobody like everybody in Twilight has been dropped. Like this movie has been do- dropped on its head too many times. Okay, so I wasn't watching this show. I'm not saying that just like to say it, but like I was in the room when someone was watching that like Netflix Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, I haven't seen that. I like I know I have no context to the show. But except okay. the Melissa Joan Hart version. Like that's the only thing I know. Same. Nineties kids. <laughs> but they yeah, and there's like the same characters in this, which is weird. But <laughs> regardless. <laughs> There was certain things that were ancient in that show because whatever episode I was watching, like, they're like, oh, you need to meet Vlad the Impaler. He's the original vampire. And then there was, like, even older vampires than that. And, like, I'm not saying that it was a great show or, I, I don't know, I wasn't really paying attention. But everything in Twilight seems like it starts, for lack of a better way to say it, but, like, interview with a vampire years. Oh, you know. thousand percent. Because I have a theory that Stephanie Meyer watched Interview with a Vampire on TV, edited for like television, and that inspired Twilight. <laughs> the local, uh, like Utah version of it. Something. No, it has to be TNT, like in the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah, it's they used the to run only, that movie like, a lot. That's fair. Yeah, that, I think that's how I saw it. I, actually, I stayed up really late one night when we first got cable because I grew up on a mountain and I watched it, like, I think unedited. Oh, wow. It was a big deal. And it was, I was like 15. It was so bloody. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so that's an interesting story for you. <laughs> no, but yeah, you're absolutely right. There's like, the lore in this is so weak. And it's not even weak in a funny way. Because I would appreciate that. So you have to just accept that there is no world building here. It's literally just a story about a horny chick going for a horny vampire and all the dudes in her life telling her she doesn't know what she wants. (laughs) And all this chick wants is to get laid and be turned into a vampire. Everything else is just gravy. I thought about that on this watch a lot. Like, uh, you know, you simplified it for me and it made me really understand Bella's motivations a lot more because if you don't she's just like a whiny teenager and I just want someone to be like no you don't want this or no you know you have your whole life ahead of you you could live like a normal person's life and not have to deal with the stress of people hunting you 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 can't apply logic to Twilight you literally (laughs) just have to like find a way to go into a fugue state turn off your brain and be like cool we're watching a movie about a horny chick wanting to bone a vampire who oddly needs to get married before he bones awesome (laughs) this is what we're doing cool so on this watch i was loosely (laughs) able to divide it into like three three acts they're not even but in time i I wish they were but they're not even if they were even that movie would be better (laughs) (laughs) okay so the first act, of course, is how can we? Quit? I'm horny for you. I'm yeah. horny for you, but I want to kill you. Yes, continuation. <laughs> I would say of the original Twilight film. Yeah, only less well done because yes. Catherine Hardwick is yes. not the director anymore. I mean, we should we should touch on that actually before we jump into the acts, right? Like the production changes, new director, yeah. new everything. Not the writer's the same, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said the writer and the director changed last time. I was wrong. The director was offered a chance to do a new moon. She was like, no, I'm out. You guys treat me like shit. Bye. <laughs> um, so they gave it to a man. Same, same writer. So I was thinking about this today, actually. I think 
that because men don't understand how teenage girls experience breakups, the director is way out of his like depth here, right? Like if you were making a movie about a teenage boy breakup, which like in my mind is just like masturbating a lot and like playing Overwatch, like <laughs> he could probably add some air of authority to this. But because like a guy's like, oh no, she's just sad and shit. Like this is why the entire second half, and I'm jumping ahead, it's just like Bella being sad and shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> uh, what is even this director's name? Oh, it's 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 probably Chad Mc like Jason <laughs> or something. New Moon. Let me see. I think the directors change every film, or at least. No, you get the same one for Breaking Dawn 1 and 2. Oh, I think okay, it's okay. Bill Condon, I think. Yes, you're right, you're right. You never get a woman again. You That's never get same, any like... sort of... <laughs> you won't That's get empathy ever no. again. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. <laughs> no, but you're right. Um, Chris Whites is his name. Whites, Whites, I whatever. think he's more of a writer than like a director. I think New Moon beat that ambition out of him. <laughs> yeah i'm reading here he wrote uh he co-wrote rogue one that's a rad movie though so he probably wrote the part that had to get rewritten <laughs> <laughs> oh man you know what? i need to look that up now that's a really really good question okay production even if i cut some of this out i need to know i know right i love rogue one that's actually my favorite of like the new star wars movies yeah, it's great, but mm, you're right. <laughs> well, you can tell because there's no nuance in the way he treats his female characters. He He's wrote, just like, Shh. he wrote the first, you know, the original script, and then yeah. Tony Gilroy had to come in and rewrite it and do additional scenes yeah yeah because i'm sure he's like ah jen's sad and shit i don't know like, <laughs> he's oh like God. i don't think this man quite understands like the nuance of, like the depth of female emotions and apologies <laughs> to chris whites if you're listening oh, i hope he's listening changed right he's probably <laughs> crying now he's probably about to go into like a fugue state like bella does for like four months because <laughs> i just insulted him there goes my Hollywood career. Yes. Well, <laughs> it's good to know that he uh, he is the son of a New York actress and a Berlin-born novelist and menswear designer. So. Oh, that's a combo. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just fascinated with his life. <laughs> it's now. almost like a high schooler who never goes to high school and turns into a wolf boy on the side. <laughs> Did you notice that Jacob Black is never in fucking school and always has all the time in the world to go meet Bella at her school? So I thought about this, and in the first film, there's a throwaway line that he goes to, like, a school in the reservation, but I don't think yeah. it exists. <laughs> oh, do you think he's just, like, do you think he's off living his own life from, like, nine to five? Like, It seems like it. I mean, he's, like, rebuilding motorcycles and stuff, and... Or if he thinks See, wouldn't he is. you rather watch that movie from his perspective? Like, that he's just being used by Bella to get over Edward, but he's <laughs> in love with her, and then he turns into a wolf boy who whose shirt is always off and can only wear, like, jean cutoffs? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. So that brings me back, as we're kind of alluding to. There are three, really, parts of this film. There's the, yep. f the first part, which is... Hot and horny, but I want to kill you. Yes. And it's a continuation <laughs> of, like... I'm a vampire, I, I, I need to be with you, but I can't. Yep. There's, oh God, you know, I, I didn't really want to, because I think last time when we recorded, we made a mistake of going to scene by scene, which is a mistake for this film. It's, it, it, it's, it's a mistake. Yeah. 
However, so the second part, I think, t- could be described sad and horny, but I want to stalk you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And that's the longest part. And it's so boring. And, like, they don't focus on anything that's interesting. No. We just follow Bella and her, like, really weird pursuit to get Edward to appear to her. Which, by the way, super massive plot hole. Because if that motherfucker is following her at all times, why the hell couldn't he just follow her after he thought she was dead and be like, oh, she's not dead. Cool. Don't need to go to Vulturi. That's why, even on the second watch, I'm like, oh, that's not really him. She's just imagining this. But No, it's him. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> None of this makes sense. It's, forget it, Jake. It's Twilight. <laughs> and the third act is like a trip to Italy. I think the third act could be hot and horny, and now the vampire cult wants to kill you. <laughs> In Italy. Right? <laughs> it just, I, I bring it up because not that I, you know, it's where the most action is, but it's also so different than anything we've ever seen. This director's, first of all, color palette is completely different. It's so It's like garish because he wanted to just focus on the action, but really it just sounds like he was lazy. Oh, that's what it was. So because of the later Italy scenes, his color palette was supposedly inspired by like Renaissance paintings. So bullshit. That that's what he said. So he wanted like brighter than the original, like more I guess dour approach. Not that that was bad. I liked it. It was very Pacific Northwest. But that's what he said. So do you ever, do you ever, like, do you remember when you were in school and you'd be asked a question you weren't prepared for by the teacher and you just come up with some real bullshit answer that somehow fit into what you had oh, done? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I did that through college. Like, right? I do that to this day. Like, <laughs> that's what that dude is doing. He didn't fucking know. I distinctly remember um, writing something and some, like, this really cool girl in class was like, hey, were you inspired by the clashes lost in the supermarket? I see a lot of allusions to that. And I was like, yeah, totally. You know, <laughs> but, I, but you know, like that's definitely like an after effect. Someone mentioned that to him. Like, Oh, I see the Renaissance inspiration in, in your color choices. And he was like, yep. Totally. It nailed it. So glad you saw it. Like, like, someone gets it. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so dumb. <laughs> I love it. So good. Filthy liar. <laughs> so in this first act though there are some at least one scene if you have others feel free but there's one scene i do want to mention and it's the whole uh when bella visits the cullen compound oh and jasper wants to just like kill her it's so good open his name car lamps just a little something bright in your day you've been looking kind of pale lately I can't. I'll have to stitch this up in my office. 
Check on Jasper. I'm sure he's very upset with himself, and I doubt he'll listen to anyone but you right now. Edwin. <laughs> yeah, so what happens, right? She gets a gift. And she... Yeah, because... Yes, because they're so fucking stupid that they can, like... It's, okay, I ugh, I need to like work myself down here for a second. First off, <laughs> Alice can see the future, so how did this dummy not see that coming, right? Because Bella cuts her hand on wrapping paper, and then like Jasper loses his shit, so Edward like flings her across the room. She like busts open her arm, yeah, and all making her bleed more. It's so good. I hurt you because I love you. Like it's so abusive. Like it's so bad. It's like classic textbook bullshit. Oh, we'll um, get into that because that right. Even on the second watch, even more, it's a sticking point with me. It's so bad. So then, like everyone loses their shit, and it's like you dummies are vampires. Why would you run the risk of a paper cut? Like if you don't have your shit together, like that much, don't like get like weird Kim Kardashian cloth like wrapping paper. Like it's so easily oh, avoidable. Uh, and. <sighs> Absolutely. Like you can go down to your, you know, your local pharmacy and get that. No, no one cares. You know, no one cares what wrapping paper a gift. It, it, oh, it's it, just plot. It's just plot. Stephanie Meyer had to come up with a way to get Edward to leave so that Bella can mope. She's like, yeah, throw a birthday party. Why not? Oh my God. Paper cuts. She actually probably had given herself a paper cut as she was writing that. She's like, ah, oh, give her a paper <laughs> cut. Nailed it. So what was, uh, what was the gift actually? Oh, okay, okay. Let me tell you about the gift because it's so dumb. They cover this in the books. <laughs> it's an empty fucking box, and they tell her it's two plane tickets. Oh my god! So it's just like <laughs> so- she really, she had no idea what she was writing, and she made a billion dollars. <laughs> so and then uh, we mentioned this in the first episode. You had uh, whatever I forgot the author's name. Do a fanfic of this and then turn it into Fifty Shades of Grey and make That's money e. as James. well. Yeah, yeah. E.L. James. It's amazing. So somebody, so somebody out there who's listening needs to take Fifty Shades of Grey and do your own fanfic of what's his name? Of Anastasia and like the the creepy S and M guy. Gray, right. Oh, great, duh. Christian yeah. Gray, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys, whoever does it, can make a billion dollars. <laughs> It's the circle of stupidity. Like, keep it going, guys. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm fascinated by the fact that, like, Bella's so susceptible to paper cuts that they give the fancy wrapping paper, they put it in a paper box, and theoretically there's paper tickets in there. I don't think the Cullens, like, it makes me think that stupid is eternal. Like, you can live for 500 <laughs> years, but you're still dumb as a stump and that can't change. <laughs> like, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Like, and, like, then they just up and leave, but they forget, like, oh, shit, we just killed James. And then, he, did you pick this up, this rewatch, that Edward even says, oh, Victoria will come back one day. It's like, you just left Bella defenseless, you dummies. And there's no explanation for, just to set set the tone, you know, like, so Edward, well, in your mind, why does Edward need to leave? Because in my mind, Stephanie Meyer needed a plot contrivance <laughs> okay, to that. get Bella and Jacob talking. Yeah, no, for sure. But like, I guess, I guess I'll ask, what is his behind the scenes logic? Like, he just can't be around her? 
We'll never know because Stephanie Myers refuses to rewrite the quadrilogy from Edward's point of view because E.L. James did it for Christian's point of view. So fuck you, E.L. James. Wait, that's the reason? Yeah. It was supposed to be called like um, Northern Lights or some shit. And like the first couple of chapters got leaked. And then she's like, I'm not doing this until it's fresh in my mind. And then E.L. James came out with her like gray. And she's like, I'm never doing this because Christian gray. But I guess my larger point is, is like, that way leads to madness, trying to retroactively apply logic to stupidity. Like, it's it's just a fool's, like, it's a fool's errand, my friend. (laughs) Northern Lights. Oh, now, I I found this out on the first time we recorded this that will now be locked in in the vault. But (laughs) how on air you realized how all the titles are, (laughs) like, you know, points in the at night or whatever you know what i mean in the sky and i initially was like no they're not and then i had a pause i'm like oh shit you're right (laughs) because like i just don't think one should think deeply or spend any amount of brain cells on twilight that's not that deep it's just (laughs) wait so it it is for it is for twilight (laughs) twilight new moon it's twilight deep (laughs) yeah new moon what's the next one again eclipse come on eclipse And then... Breaking Dawn. Yeah, Breaking Dawn. A new day happens. Yeah. A new vampire. <laughs> a new vampire threat on the horizon, which won't be introduced until the last 30 pages. Oh, God. Oh, God. Which is, from what you tell me, every book of this series. <laughs> every book. She meanders, and then she's like, oh, shit. I guess I better have some conflict. Yeah, just throw out a vampire. Why not? it's so good the next director does a good enough job of like taking the end and at least putting plot points in the beginning and the middle to justify the conflict at the end that's That's why it's the best one it's the best it's the best one that's i mean that's good to hear (laughs) i mean you just have to like here's the thing about new moon it's like it's one to endure like it gets better every time you watch it like this time i noticed like sam yuli who has like his who's like the head wolf boy of the wolf pack like he fucking is shirtless when he finds Bella. So he comes out of the woods with Bella. He's shirtless. And her dad's like, hey, thanks, Sam. You're a real pal. And, like, there's no mention of, like, why is this grown man without a shirt carrying my fucking daughter who's been missing? Like, oh, it's man. just it's just all like, yeah, you're, you're a real one. Like, it's so dumb. Yeah, and uh, just you reminded me. Like, usually I'll go over, like, the uh, the cast and stuff. But we do get some new people in this one. <laughs> but a they're almost all towards the end right like they're yep like in the last 10 minutes and you even tell me that like in later movies they start replacing people right oh yeah yeah this is this victoria's last movie <laughs> which is ridiculous um what's this actress's name I, I oh i know this it's uh lefevre rochelle lefevre yeah. yeah she's great no i thought she does and- a great job and they're like, fuck you, Rochelle, you're out. Bryce Dallas Howard, you're in. Oh, Go. really? Oh, spoiler alert. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just take for granted all of this, like, old Twilight, like, drama that everybody knows. They're like, Rochelle wasn't available for filming. She's like, fuck you. Well, yes, I was. She, they're like, a... oh my no, God. you weren't. That's hilarious. Because well, they, they were going to replace Jacob, too. Oh, we have to talk about that. I forgot about that. So the the big behind the scenes thing, as you know, Kate, for this film was that they had every intention of replacing Jacob. Every intention. Yep. Yep. Like it was even understood that they had cast 
Relative Unknown and Taylor Lautner in the first film, knowing that there was this transformation in the book, that they were probably going to get a name for this wolf movie in New Moon. <laughs> and when apparently when Taylor Lautner got wind of this, he got really jacked. And he's someone who's actually like close to the age of the character he's playing in this. So this is like a teenager getting jacked for this role. And he, oh, he got roided out. Come on, let's be honest. I mean, he's huge, so I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> and basically, he forced them to be like, no, I guess we should keep you. A lot of people have argued, I've seen, that maybe that wasn't the best choice. He's so wooden. Can we just point out how like women get replaced on a whim? They're like, nah, brah, you got this. You're great. We'll talk about it more, I think, in the next film. But the Victoria change, from what you tell me, doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But... And it's never addressed. They're not like, you look different. <laughs> but the Jacob thing... Um... We all know, I don't want to like have, make this like a shit on Taylor Lautner podcast. I don't. Obviously, we see uh, Kristen Stewart can do things in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Pattinson is our new Batman that has prestige in American culture. But <laughs> Taylor Lautner um, tried. He did, didn't he do like the baby Taken or something? Yeah, right? Like... Like the teenage taken, I thought. I didn't see it because like even my Twilight love has a boundary. <laughs> like I <laughs> I didn't watch shows like Access Hollywood or things like that. But you know, they exist in the background of when you got your oil change and stuff. And I just distinctly remember that like his agent or whatever was only pushing for these action roles and he was trying to get like Marvel. Because he can't act. <laughs> he can't act. That's why. Like, he could look jacked. Like, once you have that body, like, you can maintain it. But, like, he's not good at <laughs> acting or delivering lines. Like, he's just not. Bless hey, him. Hey, he was in Sharkboy and Lava Girl, okay? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I it just seems like after Catherine Hardwick, this, the Twilight Saga adapted a bros before hoes mentality. Like, that's all I can say. Like, nah, Taylor, we got you. We're gonna, you're gonna carry this goddamn movie. And they're like, to Victoria, yeah, no one's gonna tell the difference. You'll both have red hair. See ya. So the there's a whole debate, right? Or at least I thought so, as someone who'd never seen a Twilight film. Are you Team <laughs> Edward or Team Jacob? Are you like? It was the thing back in the day. I think it was more marketing. But, like, to me, it always seemed pretty clear where the author's allegiance lied as well. Well, it seems very clear in the movies. And not just, like, obviously, like, again, Edward is, like, fucked up. And when he when He, <laughs> he leaves, is a sexually frustrated, abusive virgin vampire. That's yeah, one way of putting stalker, it. Fucked up. You know. Yeah, right? <laughs> so the first act ends, right, like, with him having to leave. And he could totally be, like, honest with her. No, 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 no. Not having to leave, deciding to okay, leave. Okay, just deciding to Apropos leave. of nothing, with no conversation, no discussion. And I was like, cool, we'll just go along with this. That's fine. Like, I don't understand why he <laughs> needed to lie to her. It clearly didn't help the situation. Well, how did he lie? So when I watched it, it looked like he wasn't lying. That's fair. It looked like he was being, like, more of a dick than he meant to be, you know? Because his whole thing is, like, I'm soulless you can't be a vampire, then you'll be soulless too. I'm so deep. I'm 109 years old. I'm going to make decisions for you. <laughs> That's not good. It's not good. But like, you have to keep it. Okay, again, you have to just anchor yourself in Bella's very 
deeply stupid mentality, but at least it's a consistent mentality. She wants to get laid and she wants to be a vampire. <laughs> it's consistently stupid, but those are her two motivations. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> like it's dumb. It is deeply stupid. It's deeply and like she has deeply stupid permissive parents who if they had paid like one ounce of attention to her, this all could have been avoided, oh, right? Oh, Charlie. The one cop in town, despite your town having probably the most murders per capita (laughs) of any town in America, they still hire one cop, and it's you, idiot Charlie. What? What? Dad? I'm still hung up on this. What dad is okay with a grown-ass man shirtless in cut-off shorts, like, carrying his daughter out of the woods? Like, there's not one question about that. He's just like, shit, I still have a job. They should fire me. I'm just going to not question anything. Who? There's never a mayor of Forks, Washington, be like, ah, oh, man, get on that murders. Like, there's nothing. It's probably Carlisle, the mayor. Like, that, that would make sense. <laughs> um, this, or maybe, I don't know. There's no accountability in the Twilight universe. No, no, it, it's true. No, but I, I bring it up, though, because one of the pluses of the series I've seen so far that, like, even though the characters aren't well written it doesn't make a lot of sense it seems like and again i know they were like dating at the time or something but like kristen stewart and robert pattinson do have some degree of chemistry like oh yeah they carry it they carry it when they're on the screen i'm watching them like i'm paying attention and i feel like they care about each other so when kristen stewart moves to taylor lautner (laughs) he's so bad can we talk about his terrible wig when we're first reintroduced God, to Jacob Black. It's so bad. They have to be like money laundering in this like saga. They have to be. Like the first movie made a kajillion dollars. So you come back with a bigger budget and where the fuck did it go? Because it didn't go in makeup. It didn't go in set design. It didn't go in wigs. Where did it go? It definitely did not go in wigs. It didn't. I don't know where it went. It went. It, it has to be the mob. It has to be the mob. They were money laundering. Well, they're probably paying like $50,000 for a craft services apple. I think I know where some of it went, and we'll talk about it. It's on my list to talk about. Most of this movie, like, timed-wise, is Bella, like, I don't want to say, like, trying to uh, Edward back in her life, but also kind of, I don't want to say dating, but, like, just interacting a lot with I mean, I'll say because I'm a chick. She's leading him on. She's just (laughs) like, you'll do. Like, as a dude, you can't say it because that would be slightly misogynistic. As a chick, I'd be like, yeah, that she was leading him on. For sure. <laughs> All right, she knew you, how he felt. You, you said it, yeah. But, and it's amazing. She's not but, the only person she leads on. And, and I don't just mean, like, lead on date-wise. Once again, Bella is terrible to the mortals in her high school life. So I have a theory about this. I thought about this today. If she – so this movie picks up, like, senior year, like – I think it happens around September, October when he breaks up with her. Fast forwards a few months. So it's like the last semester of senior year. I bring this up because remember in Twilight, she's like pushing Edward to like make her a vampire. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I may or may not. So I think she was just a sociopath all summer because she's like, fuck you. I'm going to be a vampire. I don't need this bullshit deuces. Right? Like (laughs) I think like first off, all teenagers are sociopaths. I say that with love. I was a sociopath, but like, if you're going to become an immortal, like within a year, don't you think that like, are you going to be kind to people you'll never really see again after you graduate? Or are you just going to like, fuck with them? I mean, 
that sounds like a good theory. You're not wrong. It still doesn't make it, you know. Okay. It, it, no, like, it's so uncomfortable. I, I don't remember the guy's name who's, like. Mike. Mike. The, uh, the little blondie. Yeah. You know, one of them, like, you know, he, like, asks her out. And she's like, but he's a gl- he's a dummy. He's a glutton for punishment. Yeah, I'm not so like like I, he's. I'm not a big fan of his. That's when like if you remember, she invites Jacob as well. And oh, I remember. She knows <laughs> what she's doing in this scene. Like now that I watch well, it, I'm like, so it's supposed to be a group thing. So he asks her out. She's like, yeah, let's make it. Well, first off, she's like, yeah, beat. Let's make it a group thing. Like that's a bitch move. Like she's like <laughs> that. just like toys with everybody's emotions. But you have to keep in mind. She's just biding time because going to the movies with Mike will neither A, make her a vampire, or B, <laughs> get her laid because she doesn't want to get laid with him. Okay, I, I think I'm going to show up. Jeez. What a marshmallow. You should hold out for someone <laughs> with a stronger stomach. Someone who laughs at the gore that makes weaker men vomit. Yeah, I'll keep my eye open for that. <laughs> I feel bad. He probably has that flu that's going around. What? I can't hold your hand? No, of course you can. I was going to say it could if she Oh, wanted Mike would to. put out. Mike would put out for sure. <laughs> like, he is one of the thirstiest guys in this movie. But, like, the other thing is, too... Bella's kind of lame to be around, so she's really doing all these people a favor. Anna Kendrick returns as uh, Jessica. <laughs> she didn't return. I'm sure she's contractually obligated. <laughs> she's essentially, the, you know, the same thing, putting some perspective on Bella's life. But I love a lot of places, like her description is listed as Jessica Stanley, Bella's self-involved friend. I, I, isn't that rich? Isn't that... And I'm like, fuck you guys, okay? (laughs) Who's the most self-involved here of that friend group? (laughs) It's certainly not like Jessica, who's been, who's trying to get Bella out, who's trying to be like, oh, you had a bad breakup. Let's, you know, chill and do things. Yeah. I'll just stand by while you go ditch me outside of a bar, by the way, when you're like 18 to go ride on a motorcycle with a With randos, yeah. Right? Well, first off, I would say Jessica is the most selfish in that friend group because Bella's not in that fucking friend group. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, Bella's fair. just an outsider asshole by choice. Fair. In that friend group, maybe. But she is not more selfish than Bella. She's like, for no reason or motivation, going out of her way to try to like be a friend to Bella. She doesn't have any benefit to this. Bella has screwed her over so many times as a friend. Doesn't matter. Yeah. She tries and tries and tries. And yet, like, multiple places label her as the self-interested friend, and I don't get it. Well, because that's how it's written in the book, because Bella's special. Oh, God. And Jess is, like, Jess is just there. It's, it's yeah, it's She's so She's selfish good. because she exists in the same world as Bella, and that's... yeah. <laughs> that's a no she's not special so there's not too much of the high school element in this film i don't know you can tell me about the book but no part. this is all this is all just her moping and building motorbikes with jake like, that's it <laughs> oh but she does well in school she does make a point to be like i'm acing my classes oh because i'm miserable and working so hard <laughs> it's like fuck you bella like, she's such an asshole so the production switched from portland to vancouver and 
they couldn't rebuild everything, apparently. So that's, again, me from reading online, that's why there was less school scenes in this one. Well, the schools changed. Did you notice that? Yeah, like the one I, school scene we had? It's, it looks completely different. So I guess they just wanted to minimize that. Um, but it's still a high school movie. We're still talking, unfortunately, about high schoolers who eventually get proposed to. But, uh, but uh, I, so, like, I grew up Mormon, so, like, I definitely knew some girls got married at 18, like, the summer out of college. I mean, summer of high school. They didn't go to college. <laughs> they had babies. Oh, that's depressing. I don't care. They're still married, too. I still remember. It was such a bad, one of my friends, I'm not going to name names. I don't think she listened to the podcast, but still going to not name names. I just remember it was, she was like 18. We were getting, we all had to like pitch in. She was getting married at like the church rec center. And like her fucking husband gave a speech so long and so self-congratulatory that people started to pass out. What? (laughs) Yeah, but I I didn't because I wasn't in the room. I was in the kitchen ignoring it all. And, like, they started bringing people passing out. Because 18-year-olds are self-involved. Of course they're going to give speeches about how great they are in an, like, un-air-conditioned... Yeah. I get anxiety thinking about, like, 18-year-olds getting married. Like, I... Because I just think about It is the Mormon way. It's the Mormon way. Yeah, but think about this. If you're told from birth that you can't have sex out of wedlock or else you're going to hell... Oh, I get it. You're good... Right? You're going to get married at 18. I get it. I get it. So you can get laid. She's Mormon. I mean, Stephanie Meyer's Mormon. It's right there. That's why Edward won't put out until he gets married. So are we to assume that the Cullens are Mormons? No, but I, I don't know if they get into it. They call them mates. But, like, they're ev- everyone who's coupled up is definitely vampire married. <laughs> but, like, again, I think I talked about this last time. Why the fuck, if you're going to live forever, would you want to get married? Because love. Love dies. <laughs> like, don't you want a little bit of strange 400 years in? Like, come on. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been in that situation. I've never been. <laughs> I think about it a lot. <laughs> Like, a lot, a lot. Uh, yeah, we, do- we talked about it last time, how it, it is pretty pathetic, A, that Edward keeps going to different high schools, and B, he's still, <laughs> he's still single. You know? It actually, like, I think it honestly explains why he's so fucked up in the head. Like, if he's had to do high school for the past 70 years. 100%. Right? Like, ugh, I can't, I can't, he, he, I don't, I think the problem is, is like, you don't necessarily understand Edward motivation because it's not clear-cut like bella's is (laughs) clear-cut edward is a hundred and something year old virgin who can you imagine perpetually in high school and always wanting to kill his girlfriend (laughs) literally it's not even oh my god it's it's so bad it's so bad but again this is i think we're spending too much edward time this is not edward's tale but it should be because edward's more interesting than like an 18 year old sociopath who just wants to get laid and become a vampire. Like, that is a short story. That is not, <laughs> like, I think, I don't even know how long these books are. 1,500 plage plus saga. Oh, we should mention, I keep calling it New Moon, but this te- it's technically It is not, New Moon. It's technically not the name. What? Oh, it's the Twilight Saga New Moon. Yes, the Twilight Saga New Moon. <laughs> it's not Twilight I guarantee two. you, I guarantee you they named it this Twilight Saga without actually looking up the word saga to see what it meant (laughs) oh god so the twilight saga new moon no but we have to we have to get into the wolf stuff because it does exist 
It is here. Wait, wait, can I can, can I jump in for a second? Because I just Googled it. You know what a saga is? A long story of heroic achievement. <laughs> uh, the, what's more heroic than getting laid? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, sorry. Let's talk about the wolf boys. <laughs> if, if if we must. There's a lot of time spent to this and they're not as interesting as they should be. Because like I think when you're writing about vampires and not like a real people with like a real tribe in history, you don't have to do your research. And I feel like research is not Twilight's like forte. So that's why the Quaily I can't ever say the word. Uh, that's why the wolf boys let's just call them the wolf boys the native american wolf boys are not fleshed out but okay you're a writer and i don't know how much fiction you write but i know you write all stuff for pajiba so clearly you are well versed in the writing field what Mm -hmm. makes i know at least in fiction what makes things interesting is something called conflict right (laughs) there's no conflict in this book there's no tug between oh is she gonna choose jacob there is not a single moment where I think that she might choose Jacob instead of Edward. Not a can single just, moment. Can we just also focus in on the fact that when, like, one of the wolf boys tries to fucking kill her, and, like, Jacob's like, no, fuck you, you can't kill Bella. And then the next thing, they're like, sorry, I tried to kill you. She's like, yeah, it's okay. And then the other one's like, ah, you're good with strange. Jacob was right. It's like, all of this conflict could have been drawn out for like 15, 20 minutes. And it's like, nope, just resolve the next scene over muffins. No, exactly. Um, <laughs> so so what is it, right? Like, Jacob is a young wolf. And he's a little reluctant to join the pack. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so I, this is my question for you on this watch. Okay. Bella's whole thing is she needs to put herself in danger because that's when Edward will magically appear. Mm-hmm. Yep. So she like rides Rando's motorcycles and realizes I need to make nope. a motorcycle for myself so that I can be in danger more so that Edward yep. will appear as silly as that is. And she knows that Jacob is apparently good at that, right? She knows that Jacob is is good at building shit because he told her that he's building his own car in the last like book slash movie. Gotcha. Probably in the book. So but yeah, I follow you. So she she basically goes to him, and she's like, "I need to build a motorcycle with the ulterior motive of essentially almost crashing it so Edward appears." Not crashing it. I don't think crashing it's on the menu, but just uh, okay. riding it. But she has to ride a little recklessly. She's not like going in the. No, she's just deeply stupid. So in her mind, it wasn't getting on the back of a motorcycle with a fucking rando outside a bar, which is what made Edward appear. It's, oh, it's the motorcycle. Cool. Got it. God, I wasn't even thinking of it like that. She's (laughs) deeply stupid. You cannot apply logic. Like, this is why you understood and saw the themes of the titles, and I didn't. Because you cannot, like, you can't apply logic to this conversation. Fair. Okay. So she... She goes to him, and we see his, like, friends, and they're, like, kids. And Yes. So those are the kids who become the wolves? Some of those guys become wolf boys. That's Quill and Embry. But the wolf boy who got angry at her, I think his name is Paul. Yeah, he was already a wolf, right? He was, well, first off, they're wolf boys. Let's okay. get it right. He was already a wolf boy. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I found that whole scene so fucking weird. Because it's basically, ah, we got to get Bella to piss one of these assholes off. But let's do it quickly because uh, we got to break for lunch. <laughs> so, like, right? Like, that's how it happens. Like, she says one thing. He's like, I'm going to lose my shit now. But, and, like, they're trying, like, okay, to their credit, to uh, Chris White's credit, 
he does like make Jacob inexplicably an asshole. Like he's trying to like start shit with Mike out of the blue. So I think, and it's like a bad message, right? Because when you have like the one like group of like characters and cast members who aren't white, like are Native Americans, you make them like angry all the time. Like that, that that's not a that's not a great look. That's not good, right? No. Because it's lazy. It's not good at all. (laughs) Like the vampires who are like ninety percent white are always basically in control. It's 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 bad. It's real bad. I think it's something that like we're looking at now and saying "Mm, it's not great. But like, no, they looked at it then too. This this movie only came out like (laughs) ten, eleven years ago. Well, it's only gonna get worse, (laughs) right? (laughs) Like. At least they made sure that the the wolf boys that got hired after um, Taylor Lautner actually were Native American. Oh, okay. Okay, that's good. That's good to hear, at least. <laughs> Taylor Lautner bullshitted after the fact, and they found, like, 116th or 132, oh, like, God. something. Which yeah, they're like, know. no, I'm not just white. I We have this. But <laughs> they definitely, for all the wolf boys that they hired in New Moon, they definitely had to prove that they were Native American first before I think they could even audition. Good. I mean... Thank- god right it's the one bit of grace this movie has for like and respect it has for its like subject matter (laughs) okay so when we first see them right like it looks like oh there's this cult of like half naked young people who jump off cliffs all led by the same dude who found bella shirtless yes and it's like oh (laughs) that's weird and but then eventually they all join because of the threat of vampires which again No, no no they're forced into it Okay. They're full. They're like forced into wolf boyness by like an ancient, I guess it's ancient prophecy or like whatever. That's basically when there's a vampire around that aren't the Cullens because Stephanie Myers at least thought ahead there that they all turned to wolf boys. But again, there were those vampires were around in the last film. Yeah, there's no because she just came up with the prophecy for this. Oh God. There's no consistency. You have to honestly. You should watch these movies hungover. Like, you should kill brain cells before you watch these movies in order for them (laughs) to, like, be cohesive. Because they're not cohesive. Oh, man. But something I wanted to talk about last time, and I think a lot. this is one of the things I said the budget went to, probably, is the wolves themselves. Because I had no idea how they would look like. (laughs) They're so dumb. (laughs) They're just, like, wolves, right? Like, they're not... But, like, they're, like, even for 2009, we're not talking about <laughs> Lord of the Rings, right? Like, they're fine. The best thing is if you go online and Google, like, images, like, behind the scenes, and you'll see, like, Taylor Lautner in a green screen, like, a green suit, and, like, Bella having pretend he's a wolf and, like, petting him. It's oh, my the best God. Thing I'll ever see. That's it's amazing. So good. <laughs> it's so good. I don't think all the money went there. Honestly, I think it's money laundering, and maybe they just grossly overpay their cast to make up for the fact that they have Twilight <laughs> I don't know, like, the wolves reminded me very much of, this is, This sounds so condescending, but like like a kid's fantasy film? This is a kid's fantasy film! This is not a kid, this is not, this should not be for children, this movie, okay? This movie is not for anybody! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the counterpoint to that argument. Who the fuck cares? It's really all about bed, I like bed word, Ella and bed, bed 
Nice. Be- is that what their couple name is? Bedward? I didn't. I guess now for this podcast series, I'm going to blame it on right <laughs> Bedward. It's all about Bedward boning. <laughs> this is all just foreplay. But it shouldn't be because we have four movies we have to watch. But it's like, okay, we don't, okay, ladies don't get a lot of movies. We really don't. Like, name the last la- like movie series. Fifty Shades of Grey. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Right? And, like, what was before that? Twilight. Like, we don't get a lot. So when you give us a movie series, we're just going to watch it. Because all this is, is, like, it's taken to, like, an unhealthy level. But it's basically like, oh, Edward is thoughtful. Edward thinks of Bella. Edward wants to protect Bella. Like, it's, <sighs> that's all this movie is about. But he hurts it's her, too. About, yes, but love has to hurt. Like, go look at Dirty Dancing. <laughs> I call it the Johnny Castle syndrome. Okay, so one of the most disturbing things in this middle wolf part that I'm dying to stop talking about. <laughs> and yet you can't, because that's Twilight. The moment you get started, you can't stop. Well, that's most of the movie, too, but the leader of, like, the wolf pack has, like, a wife, and she's scarred. Yes, because he lost his shit. Yeah, because he lost his temper, but everyone's like, oh, it's okay, that's just in his nature. And I think that's so fucked up, okay? like that. Yeah, but can we also, like, take it five steps further and be like, oh, but Edward's always in control. Edward's never scarred Bella. Like, how fucked up is that message? It's incredibly fucked up. It's, like, pitting, like, the sides against each other and, like, making it racial and, like, oh, male, male rage is like, oh, no, that's just who he is, huh? I stay here. Let me give you a muffin. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, let me make everyone breakfast. And even though like, oh, I understand that's just in his nature. And I'm like, that's not my big question is, and I know it's a stupid question to ask in this series, but why did that have to be here? Like, what is that trying to say? I can't answer that. I I mean, I can, but you want to be fresh for the other movies. And I I don't. There are. There is. Oh, they're fucking stupid. Make no mistake. Like. It, they're fucking stupid. But basically, being as vague as possible, the wolf boys, when they fall in love, they fall in love hard, and they don't fall out of love. Hmm. Okay. I'm don't- trying to be very vague. There's a term for it. I'm trying to be very vague. But basically, head wolf boy fell in love and fell in love hard, and we're just supposed to accept that that's part and parcel for everything. But I don't want to bring up the word. So, like, we're just going to have to move on. So we'll talk- move on. Yeah. So, so I can't remember for the life of me how we move on to Italy. How do we get here? Oh, because Bella is cliff diving. Cause just, yes. Because Jacob Black's like, oh, it's a rush. It's actually one of my favorite, like, Chris Wrights does a good job in this, so I'm pretty sure his director of photography did it. Um, <laughs> when she falls in the water and, like, he floats up and, like, she's drifting next to him and then she gets pulled out of the water. Her hand comes up and it, like, missed uh, Edward away in the water. I love that shot. Yeah, I mean... I, st- I don't get it, but I understand. Because he's actually there. But you're not allowing yourself to believe he's actually there because then, like, 15,000 plot holes open up. Yeah, because what is he doing in his other... Like, what is his... He's j- just being a creeper, like, living alone. I think he's in, like, Rio. So this cliff diving results in... Uh, what's her name? The, the one who sees everything. Victoria starts coming after, yeah. right? Victoria starts but, coming after, but, like... But dummy Alice doesn't even see that. Alice. She just thinks... Dummy Alice is just like, oh, Bella's killing herself. That's cool. (laughs) Why not? So then, like, Alice gets freaked out. But then Victoria's like, oh, great, dinner's here. So then she's gunning for her. But then Wolf Boy Jacob sees her, like, cliff dive, like, across, like, the bay or whatever. And then he's the one who rescues her. So I should add, and probably the most high school thing 
in this entire film, maybe the series, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to challenge it, but is the fact that like <laughs> this this particular movie is framed by Romeo and Juliet. Uh, like the last one was, I think, framed by Wuthering Heights, right? Yeah, right. But it wasn't as like obvious in the film. No, because Catherine Hardwick believes in subtext. <laughs> this one is very firmly Romeo and oh, Juliet. Yeah. They talk about it a lot in that first act with Edward, and then it's all about like sacrificing themselves and killing themselves and like Edward needs to kill himself because he thinks Bella's dead so he ha- that's why he has to go to his Italian friends. I will say this though like when I was like 16 17 like I was too young to understand what death actually means. No. So I, I 100%. The thing about this story like this the series of books which will like drive you insane if you ever choose to read them same for the movies is like she has like I was thinking about this today. I was told like in fifth grade that a duck walking across a bridge, if it's at the right, exact right frequency of the bridge, can actually make the bridge fall down. Now, I don't know if that's accurate or not. But the point is, it's like, right? Like, it's all about frequencies. Stephanie Meyer, these horrible, like horribly written books and these very poorly made movies somehow hit this frequency that just like hits, like, just like, if it gets you, it gets you, right? And that's kind of like, that's why I bring up the duck. Like, she got the right frequency with these books. Well, good for her. Like, I, I have nothing really against her. Or even the series. Like, I'm not, I want to be clear. I'm not, like, hating on this. I'm trying to understand. And I know I'm not supposed to try to understand. But I'm trying. The problem is, is like, it's like Buddhism. You can, like, you won't achieve understanding until you accept you'll never understand any of it. And then it makes perfect, like, then it makes perfect sense. <laughs> Fair, but I have honestly more of an issue with Edward than Bella. Bella... Well, duh! He has more issues! <laughs> but Be- Bella, I, like, the teenage angst I get, he should be, like, above the fray being a hundred and something years old and be, like, a little bit more mature to these situations. He's not. He is a dummy going after a 17-year-old! <sighs> like, in the possible reading he is equally like immature and the worst possible reading he's a sexual predator <laughs> like why are you trying to apply logic to this shit i'm not i mean i am i am but like <laughs> you are let it go okay. just let it go i'm gonna forget let it go it. i'm gonna forget let it, it go. jake it's twilight <laughs> okay so then we are whisked on virgin airlines to italy right <laughs> weirdest like product it's like did you stop to think like how the hell is alice not hitting sunlight and sparkling like on the way to italy no she avoids it the entire time on her but how right daytime flight when they you ever open a window on an airplane which is <laughs> like that sunlight shines on you she would blind everybody like she's supposed to literally sparkle like diamonds oh god <laughs> i yeah. don't know I was out somewhere recently, and they made a joke about Edward and his Volvos, because like every movie he has, he has a Volvo, right? Um, not every movie. He didn't have one in this movie. He had one in this movie. And I think the first movie. Yes, but there's three more movies. Come on, don't don't ask me questions if okay, you don't okay, want spoilers. Okay, 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 okay. I'm just eager to learn. <laughs> I I can't wait till you get to like the last when like they really up the ante on the cast. Like- so then, look, let's talk about the big additions then. So. They're in Italy, and it's this. Be- they're actually filming in Italy, and it's this beautiful town. And at the beginning, there was like 
Bella thought she was seeing her grandma, but she was seeing herself. Which, by the way, is very true to turning 18. Stephanie Myers hits the frequency of the duck. Like, she just, I don't know how she did it. Like, I do think there's something to her, like, vision in the dream that told her she had to write this book. Like, I don't know, maybe God needed Twilight. Probably. Makes sense. <laughs> right? Um, so, so, yeah, she sees she sees her grandma, but it's really herself at the beginning of the movie. And I thought, like, from, like, the poster and this vision that this was some kind of vampire cult in, like, the red outfits but it actually turns out to be tourists celebrating like a holiday in italy this part is again the most exciting part but it still boggles my mind i think i brought this up last time and i kind of want to use this illusion again because i feel it's so well if it last time didn't exist so use whatever you'd like i'll do it so in professional do you, do you watch professional ping pong oh i remember this say it no i know i only <laughs> learned from you this was good this was good right like okay so in professional ping pong there's this one school of thought towards playing the game where you will play, you'll hit the same serve back to the person and they'll hit the same serve back to you over and over again for like hours this can go on to the point where it lulls you into like this monotonous like thing. And then it's only, you will only win after like hours when you're like, you're just, your brain is so used to this pattern when someone just changes it up, right? And then it like goes off the like, goes off the table and you lose. Like, that's what I feel like the last part, like, Act 3 is. Because Act 2 just lulls you into, like, this fugue state of, like, where you're just, like, so just, like, just sensitized and a little bored. <laughs> and there's not, a, like, and there's not a lot of, like, what the fuck to point to and be like, what the fuck is this? And then it's just like, guess what, suckers? We're going to Italy. There's a vampire cult. Let's do this. And it's, it's such a, like, tonal change. And, like, it takes you a second to, like, shake your head out of, like, the boredom and be like, okay, cool. Vampire cult. Awesome. They're going to kill a bunch of tourists. Cool. Oh, my God. Michael Sheen is there. It's, that's my favorite part, Michael by the way. Sheen. It's I've been waiting to talk about Michael Sheen because last time when we talked about Twilight, this is one of the only things I knew about the franchise, right? Like, that Michael Sheen meme. And, honestly, he did not disappoint. She knows too much. She's a liability. That's true. Felix. No. I wish he was in the movie <laughs> He's more. He's so good. Uh, He's so good. The way he laughs, like... Do you, th <laughs> <laughs> do you think he, like is really acting his ass off and embracing this character or do you hundred percent okay or because or, the other interpretation would just be like he just does not give a fuck and he just is making no so i looked this up and he admitted much he took this role for his daughter so he is chomping scenery and he wants to make sure like there's nobody worse like i don't have kids but i would imagine there's nobody who's like a worse critic of you than your own kids so if he phoned that in like, his dad would be like, what the fuck, dad? That's not the maturity. <laughs> it's so true. Like, I, 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 th I think about that, right? I don't have kids either. But if you're doing something you love or it's your passion and your kids have a slight interest in it. I, it okay. I have to stop you there. I think his daughter was like 12 during like the heyday. Obsession is the better word. Okay. So if especially then if your children are obsessed with a certain subject matter, and then you take on this role, 
Like you're you don't even care like about the, the money role. at that point. Like you it's the the role. Like he is like he's head of the Volturi. He's a <laughs> badass motherfucker. Like if you can't be Edward or like part of the Cullens, like honestly, the Volturi is the next best bet for being like, oh shit. You got some stuff to do. And let's be honest, there's no way his 12-year-old daughter wanted her dad to be Edward. No, all she wanted was her dad like to like even be in craft services so that she could go on set and meet I bet you listen, I'm sure like cuz this movie's like 11 years old, his daughter's like in her early to mid 20s. <laughs> but I guarantee you there's a picture of her with Edward on set. Guarantee you. Or Jacob if she was team Jacob. Who's team Jacob? At this point I'm convinced that no one is truly Team Jacob. People were. But, like, okay, so part of the thing about, like, girl dynamics, at least it was in my friend group and, like, people I knew who had, like, separate friend groups, is that you can't like the same boy band member. You can't like the same thing. I feel like people who were Team Jacob were just told by, like, the bossy leader of their group that you're Team Jacob, right? Like, you'll be Team Edward. You'll have to be for Jasper, you'll have to be for Callan, and you're Team Jacob. Like, I guarantee you it got doled out like that on the playground. Were you the uh, bossy one who was... I was so bossy. I was so bossy. I actually went, like, that was, by the way, the feedback that literally all my teachers gave to my parents. And am. I am bossy. It's fine. I mean, it's it's fine. Bossy means I, like, know what I want and know what I like. I think that's a good thing to, like, at 35 years old. To, like understand what you want and i'll ask do you have similar motivations to bella because we know what she wants now to to be a vampire and get laid i mean we'll say one of the two and we won't talk about which one (laughs) (laughs) i am desperately scouring google images to find michael sheen's daughter with cast members and i can't and it's making me upset oh she won't post it because she's too old and embarrassed to do it now i see her like at the premiere with her dad but oh yeah (laughs) i guarantee you she has this but i guarantee you he won coolest out of the year i also guarantee that she at one point had signed copies of all twilight books by stephanie meyer i just guarantee you all oh, of absolutely. it she's, tw- like, she's 21 by the way if we want okay to so that anything. means she was like nine or ten. Oh, she was prime twilight time and he took this <laughs> oh, hey, oh yeah no he that, i think it's this kid with kate beckinsale right yes yes i just i just saw that right now yeah no, he did that to be the cool dad and win in the custody like arrangement. He did that to get her while he was filming Twilight, for sure. Like, and I can't blame him. And I bet you anything, Kate Beckinsale was like respect. I can't, I can't top that. Absolutely. There's no rule for women in this movie because they'll just replace me. Kate, there's one thing you need to know: you will never be replaced as the official Twilight co-host on High School Slumber Party. Oh, that was so much fun. I know what you're thinking. Didn't just, like, abruptly end like that? Where's your famous ratings or sleeping bags and stuff like that? Well, guess what? This is going to be a two-parter. I never thought it would be, but we go on and on and on, and maybe it was the wine, but we talk for a lot more, and the conversation gets even more fun. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, that'll be next week's homework. Nope. We're going to save that for two weeks from now. Little scheduling difference, because next week... Well, we got to talk about an important film, a film I'm so excited for, a new film, a Netflix film, and if you're in the know, you know what I'm talking about. To all the boys, P.S. I Still Love You, yes, the sequel, the sequel to To All the Boys I Loved Before. It's finally out. We get to see Laura Jean again. We get to see Peter Kavinsky again. So that's your homework. 
go on Netflix, watch To All the Boys 2. Watch the first one, which apparently you could watch without even subscribing to Netflix because they want to bring you in because it was an awesome movie. And guess what? Another surprise. We got our guest from the first episode, To All the Boys I Love Before episode, from Australia, Jenna Guillaume, the author. She was so great last time. I had a blast. It was one of my favorite episodes, and I cannot wait for next week's episode on the sequel. I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to wait till the weekend. You know, uh, maybe that's my Valentine's Day plans. Who knows? My post-Valentine's Day plans, if you will. But I, I'm just so excited. This is going to be fun. So who's this guy you're dating? His name is Peter, and he and Large Demon would be together present for a meet. Because he didn't even know she existed. But I mailed out a secret love letter she wrote for him. Can I talk to you? Technically, she wrote five. Anyway, he started fake dating to make his ex-girlfriend jealous. She went nuts. And cover up Large Demon's real crush. And then everything got all weird, and they started real dating on their totally real girlfriend and real boyfriend, and they are adorable. That's cool, actually. Hey. Hi. Say it out loud with me. 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock, like always. Have fun. Not too much fun. I think this is from the real soccer team. <laughs> Sometimes I wish my boyfriend was more anonymous. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Nope. That's your crown. Oh, oh no, no. This is all you, boo-boo. I don't want this it. Is all I don't you. want it, though. That's for you. John Ambrose McLaren. Oh my God. Dear Laura Jean, I couldn't believe when I opened that letter and it was from you. It's been what, five years? Hi. What is going on in that head of yours? Remember when you asked me who got the other love letters and I said someone from Model UN? He's actually volunteering with me. Thought I saw you. I'm gonna need that letter back. I need proof that someone actually liked me in middle school. <laughs> Everyone liked you in middle school. I didn't care about everyone. Why did I write these stupid love letters? I think it's exciting. I have a boyfriend. Almost every one of my love affairs overlap with another one. Nobody compares to you. I thought having a boyfriend meant the idea of other boys left your mind completely. I didn't want to be thinking about what might have been, but I was. I can stick around and help clean up. No, I think I can help my girlfriend clean up. I miss you, Mom. I wish you could tell me what to do. Nobody, nobody, nobody compares to you. Somebody, somebody, please help me get over you. Nobody compares to you. I thought I wanted happily ever after. But we're still at the beginning. Nobody compares to you. And now that you heard the trailer, you know why we have to put Twilight on hold. Because Peter Wowo Kavinsky is calling us. We can't say no to old Peter. He's, he's our crush. He's our heartthrob. I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> as silly as it is, it's going to be a super cute movie. So, you know, a little preview then. We have To All the Boys 2 next week with Jenna Guillaume. And then we'll return to Twilight New Moon with Kate Hudson once again, the continuation of this episode. What am I doing with my life? Well, whatever it is, I'm doing it with you guys. Thank you so much. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, 
Instagram, Twitter. I love hearing from you guys. You can email me at highschoolslumberparty at gmail.com. Don't forget to do your homework. Don't forget to get John Cusack to unblock us. And, I mean, thanks again. Happy, happy Valentine's Day. Light those candles. Do a picnic for someone. I don't know. Do the old high school thing. Slip a note in class. Or maybe get those cardboard those cardboard valentines. I love those things. Or I used to love those things. I, I don't still use them, but you know what I mean. Anyway, I've kept you too long. I've kept you from your date. I leave you with another song from the Twilight New Moon soundtrack. Leaky Lee's Possibility. Or is it Possibilities? Nope. Possibility. Always gotta check my notes. So, hopefully this Valentine's Day, you can be a Bella. You can be an Edward. Hope not. You can be a Jacob. Hope not. Just be yourself. Don't aspire to be these Twilight romantics. Love you, slumbers. There's a possibility There's a possibility Go.